Hey, David Nagel here. I'm not sure if you've ever heard the story, but in 1993, it was the year that I attended my very first personal development seminar, and I can't even believe that was over 30 years ago. 3,000 people seeking personal freedom, including me, filled into a convention space, hoping that something would happen to give us a breakthrough that we had been looking for. It was a Tony Robbins seminar, and I can honestly say that attending that seminar was one of the biggest turning points in my life. Something fantastic happened while I was there. I began to see my purpose. Who would have thought that an ex-McDonald's employee, an uneducated forklift driver, would attend a seminar that would change the trajectory of his life forever? Well, it wasn't me. And yet, here I am, a multi-million dollar business owner against all odds. And that's why I want to invite you to join me virtually and live from the comfort of your own home or office to make 2024 your best year ever. I want to help you get the breakthrough that you're looking for. On June 26th through the 28th, I'm going to take you on a three-day journey to uncover the key belief that's keeping you from achieving the success that you desire and what you can do about it right now. The hidden messages in your secret thoughts and what they're trying to tell you. How to take your power back from fear, worry, and doubt so that you can make solid, confident decisions. How to set a goal and then reverse engineer its achievement. Right now, we're offering some really great cash back bonuses on our lowest ticket price, but the price will increase very soon. Go to lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit for all the details and to secure your spot. I'm offering you a defining moment, just like I had all those years ago. Will you take it? Okay, now on to this episode of the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Hey, everybody. I hope everybody's having a great day today. Welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. I want to share with you an idea that keeps many people stuck from ever moving forward to reach the possibility of success and purpose in their life that is definitely theirs, uh, that's definitely their birthright. And that's the idea where success first starts to appear in a person's life, whether it's an idea or an opportunity or maybe even a tragedy uh, that would spawn many people into the idea of like, I've had enough. I, I want to make a change in my life. I'm done with this. Um, that's kind of where it started for me. But there's a problem in that space, okay? And the problem is something that I like to use one of the universal laws to help people understand. But let me share just a little bit uh, of information from Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. He says, there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until he believes that he can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. He says, open-mindedness is essential for belief, and closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, and belief. 
Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity, than is required to accept misery and poverty. Now, part of the key to this is that he says no one is ready for a thing until they believe that they can acquire it. Now, on another page, there's a little something else that I want you to just kind of tune your ear into and see what comes up for you. He says, one of the main weaknesses of mankind is the average man's familiarity with the word impossible. He knows all the rules which will not work. He knows all the things which cannot be done. This book was written for those who seek the rules which have made others successful and are willing to stake everything on those rules. He says, success comes to those who become success conscious. Failure comes to those who indifferently allow themselves to become failure conscious. The object of the book is to help all who seek it to learn the art of changing their minds from failure consciousness to success consciousness. Another weakness found in altogether too many people is the habit of measuring everything and everyone by their own impressions and beliefs. Some who will read this will believe that no one can think and grow rich. Now, this, this book, Think and Grow Rich, is a classic. I mean, it's been around for probably close to 100 years now. And the ideas have made countless uh, numbers of people, millions of people, multimillionaires all over the world. It's a great gem that Napoleon Hill left to us that continues to teach and inspire and help people change the belief uh, to get the things that they want to be, do, and have in life. But back to my idea here about the thing that blocks so many people from taking that initial step. And that is the way that their mind is focused, the bias that they have about their life and the things that have gone wrong, the things that they don't think that they can do, negative influences from other individuals who have told them that they can't do anything or they're not smart enough or pretty enough or talented enough or they don't have enough money. There's a law, the universal law of polarity, that helps a person break this thinking, this one-sided thinking, this all-or-nothing thinking that keeps people stuck. Now, I've been in this industry for 30 years, and I've watched countless people come right up to the line where they say they want to be, do, and have more, and then they focus only on the obstacle that they believe keeps them away from taking the next step. Now, usually that's time and money in most cases, but in other cases, I've seen it where it's other people. A person has an individual in their life that simply doesn't want them to learn and grow. It scares them, the idea of learning or growing. And truth be told, when a person really begins to make significant changes, especially when a person's going to look at business or being an entrepreneur, the values are completely 180 different than they are for middle class or blue collar folks. I came from a middle class blue collar background. Uh, so did my parents and so did my parents' parents. And I was indoctrinated in those ideas. And they're not necessarily bad ideas. Um, many people live a, a, a very good life with those ideas. But the underlying influence in those ideas is to be safe. Don't take risks. You know, total line type of a thing. Follow, follow the authority. 
and it keeps people from thinking for themselves. Now, if a person wants to do that, that's fine. I'm not against that. But it it is also extremely detrimental to the person who wants to move ahead. But all of the experience and knowledge that they have in their life has come from this one-sided idea that it's almost like this. You have to have success before you can have success. Like, I don't have the time. Somebody has to give me the time before I can make time to do something different or learn something different. I don't have the money. I can't buy that program. I can't hire that coach. I can't go to that seminar. I can't study because I don't have the money to invest. I can't start a business because I don't have the money to be able to do that. So the idea is that for a very weird reason, they always seem to not have the one thing that they need to make the decision to be able to move forward. So if we take what we call the law of polarity, and the law of polarity is basically the idea that everything in the universe has an opposite, it's equal and opposite, okay, and it exists for everything physical and non-physical. So I have a pen here, and I want to use this to demonstrate this law. This is a pen. You know this is a pen. It has a right side and a left side, an up and a down, an in and an out, okay? It has complete opposites, But one of the things that most people don't realize about this law is the left and the right are connected. The opposite sides are connected. Well, that's not just for physical things. That's also for non-physical things. And this is where it gets a little sketchy for people when they try to start to believe about the things that they want that they have attached in their mind the idea that there's risk or loss of outcome or I possibly make the wrong the wrong uh, decision in my life. I make a mistake and something goes terribly wrong. If you look at this pen as representational of that law of polarity, that everything has an opposite, whenever you're focused on something, let's take an idea that something happens in your life and it emotionally triggers you and all you can see is the negative or the pain or the fear of that idea that is now present in your life. Well, chances are you're probably not aware of the opposite side of that thing. So if it's a bad thing, you might not be aware of the good, right? If it's a right thing, you might not be aware of the wrong. If it's not having something, you might not be aware of the abundance that is right close to your very life. And on and on with with this law, because the opposite side exists in all cases at all times. Just because we can't see it or interpret it doesn't mean that it's not there. Now, it's difficult at first to try to accept this law because our mind wants to hang on to what it thinks that it actually knows. And I've used this law very often to help business owners break through the mindset that they think that they have to have the money before they can start doing something meaning that they will look at all the evidence in their life of why they don't have it, right? They'll look at bank accounts. They'll look at credit cards. They'll look at savings. They'll look at how much cash do they actually have in their pocket. And they'll say, David, I just can't do that because I don't have the money. Well, Napoleon Hill's talking about what is the first thing that we have to have? We have to believe that we can acquire it. See, the truth is, is that nobody has what they need when they start off to be successful, Because the starting point is desire. That's the place where each and every one of us starts. And we have to follow the desire first. See, everything that is ever was or ever will be is 100% present in all places at the same time in the universe. The key is, is that we begin to engage 
the greatest power that we have, which most people don't realize your, is, your, is your ability to choose something, and then you begin the journey to go after the thing that you want. And when you start to go after it, when you begin to focus on that and you start to go down the road of that journey, the things that you need begin to show up. But they don't go, but uh, let me let me find another way of saying that. They don't show up if you do not make the decision to go down that road. If you're facing the road, if you're at the edge of the road or you're at a Y intersection in your life and you're going, I can't do that because I don't have what I need, what you don't realize is that everything you need comes after the decision. The decision has to happen first. So let's take this law. Let me show you how to use this law to really retrain your mind so that the appearance of things or the lack of things, I should say, never stops you again from moving forward. Now, does this require courage? Yeah, it requires courage. But when you really want something, the courage is already built into the desire to actually have it. It's not something you have to go out and find. It has to be something that you seriously want. Next time you... Well, let's look at it like this. From this day forward, start playing with this law in your everyday life. Realize that when you notice something, the opposite of that thing is always true at the same time. If you notice something bad, tell yourself, even though I might not be able to see it in the moment, there's also something good about this. If you notice something good, even though you may not be able to see it, Tell yourself there's also something bad about this because that's the truth. The opposite always exists with everything in every situation, with every problem that the, that there is. Also with every question, right? You can't have a question without an answer. You can't have a problem without a solution. You can't have a need for something without the thing that you need being there at the same time. But business owners and people that are entrepreneurs and many other people people in life also, they have actually trained themselves to be able to see the opportunities that they need. Now, the question is, how do they do that? Does it come from just focusing on one side? Well, maybe, but also it comes from the idea of looking at something holistically and being able to see the truth in something. See, if I hold up this pen and I just cover one side and all my focus is on, say, the negative side of the pen, if there was such a thing, then that would become my reality for the time being. And if I had a negative emotion attached to that, then emotionally I would be overcome with whatever the meaning is that I've attached to something. So let's look at that for a moment. When you look at something in life that's beautiful, it's not the thing that's beautiful. It's the meaning that you've attached to the thing that actually makes it beautiful. Everything just is. It doesn't matter what it is because human beings give meaning to everything, meaning that we can interpret, that we can think by, that we can make decisions of, that determine whether we're in joy or whether we're in misery. It also determines whether we're in poverty or we're in abundance because it affects everything. If I choose to take this pen and I choose to look at the whole pen, right, then I will see something different than if I just see one side, right? If I was to cover up the point of this pen and the only thing that was in my awareness was this part of it, I would think to myself, what use is that? What am I going to do with that? There's nothing to do with that. That's plastic with something inside of it. But if I realize that the opposite side 
has a point in which to write with, all of a sudden it becomes a useful tool. Now, that may appear to be overly simplistic, but the truth is, is that life itself is a lot simpler than we really think, than we really experience in our life. We've attached meanings to it that grip us with such fear, doubt, and worry sometimes that we can't think around to the opposite side to see what the truth is. But when we look at something in a holistic way, we'll begin to detach emotionally and go, look, everything just is. Whatever I'm experiencing is what I determine I'm going to make out of this experience. That means if I'm going to attach a meaning to something, that's going to be the experience that I have with this thing. Think about something that could happen in a person's life that's horrific, right? Maybe they lose somebody. Maybe they lose their business or money or somebody passes away. And they're hyper-focused on the pain of that event. In that moment, the opposite side, the opportunity for whatever it might be, doesn't seem possible at that moment. When we're in the worst pain of our life, we don't think we'll ever be happy again. It seems so far and so distant. But the truth is, is that within the experience itself is the very reason you will find happiness again if you start to look at the whole thing. And it starts off with just knowing that it's there. You don't have to know what it is. You don't have to know how you're going to get there. You don't know what's gonna, what you're going to need to cause to go over to the other side. But if you repeatedly tell yourself the truth, yes, I'm in a miserable situation right now, but there's also happiness that will come out of it. I don't need to know it yet. I just need to know it's there. I believe that's the belief that Napoleon Hill was talking about because that belief allows us to move out of the situation that we have with the optimism that there's something on the other side because there's always something on the other side. In every tragedy, there's some light. In every darkness, there's some light, right? And in every human being is a desire that will move them out of whatever situation they're in into a beautiful new future if they will allow themselves to think that way. The sad part is that too many people get completely trapped in the idea that they can't be, do, or have what they want in life. The perfect place to start is where you are right now. You don't have to go anywhere else. You don't have to do anything else. Right now, you can start where you are. You might think, but I don't have anything to start with. Ask yourself this question. What do you want? Now, I've talked about this many times, and so have many other people. We could sit down and try to think of all these grandiose goals that we want for ourselves, and there's a time and a place for that. But if you're finding yourself stuck, and maybe you're already relatively successful, maybe you've been building a business for years, and all of a sudden, things are coming to a sticking point, and you can't seem to get out. The first problem to understand is that you're only looking at one side of something, right? It's all or nothing thinking. You're making the problems too big. You're making the risks too big. You're making the outcomes too big. What exists on the other side of that? Would you allow yourself to be a little bit more fluid in the way that you're actually looking at things? As you go through your life, realize that everything that you experience has an opposite side. And your experience will be the meaning that you give to it. That's your great power, to be able to give something meaning, to interpret things the way that you want to interpret them, to be able to move through your life the way that you want to do it and create everything in your life 
that you truly desire. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more, go to lifeisnowinc.com. I'll see you next week.